the floods of August, and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report about water. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin. And it's This Week in Water. The flooding from Hurricane Harvey's 51 inches of rain will have lasting effects on the Gulf Coast of Texas for years. The storm left southeastern parts of the Lone Star State inundated and destroyed, and then headed into Louisiana. The death toll from the storm in Texas so far is 53, according to CNN, but authorities are still searching for bodies. Thousands of survivors took refuge in shelters. The entire water system in Beaumont, a city of more than 100,000, had to be shut down due to flooding, and evacuation shelters there were closed due to the lack of water. As of Saturday, the water in Beaumont was still rising. Nearly 200,000 homes in the Houston area have been damaged, according to the Washington Post, with almost 13,000 destroyed. That number will rise as officials have not yet been able to access some areas. More than half a million people have registered with FEMA for disaster assistance, and there are threats to public health after the water recedes. The Guardian reports that the hurricane has resulted in Houston's petrochemical industry leaking thousands of tons of pollutants, and communities are being exposed to soaring levels of toxic fumes and potential water contamination. Ozone levels spiked, which were blamed by some on the shutdown and restarting of petrochemical and industrial plants. Environmentalists have estimated that 2 million pounds of hazardous pollutants have been released into the air. The EPA announced that 13 toxic Superfund sites have been flooded or damaged, but agency officials have been unable to fully assess them because it's not yet safe. Additionally, the Houston Chronicle warns that mold in homes carries serious risks, especially for people with existing allergies and asthma. After Hurricane Katrina in New Orleans, mold was found in half of 112 homes sampled. Other injuries could result from lifting heavy, wet furniture and mattresses, and there's also danger of being poisoned by fumes from portable power generators people use in their homes. Some people are at risk of being electrocuted by plugging into outlets before they are checked for safety, and mosquitoes are likely to increase as water recedes and new breeding areas replace old ones swept away by flooding. As far as damage amounts are concerned, the likely cost of Harvey may be as high as $190 billion, according to AccuWeather. If accurate, that would be more than either hurricanes Katrina or Sandy. However, some are estimating lower total damage figures. While Harvey hit Texas and Louisiana, attention was also focused on flooding in many other parts of the world. The Independent reports that earlier-than-usual monsoons in Asia have led to the worst flooding in decades, affecting more than 40 million people and killing more than 1,200 Streets in Mumbai were turned into rivers. In Karachi, Pakistan, 16 people died from flash flooding and 11 were electrocuted as waters rose in low-lying urban areas. And in Bangladesh, floods have killed nearly 150 and have affected millions. In Sierra Leone on the west coast of Africa, about 500 people were killed by mudslides triggered by rains and flooding. Hundreds were missing. And in both Niger and Nigeria, Hundreds of thousands have been displaced by flooding. Even war-torn Yemen did not escape flooding. The Associated Press reports 18 people died and more than 30 are missing. 
The floods of August, including those from Hurricane Harvey, have led to discussions about climate change and global warming. Michael Mann, distinguished professor of atmospheric science at Pennsylvania State University, wrote in The Guardian that while climate change did not cause Harvey, it worsened the impact of the storm due to several factors. First, sea surface temperatures in the Gulf were warmer than average, leading to more moisture in the area, creating the potential for greater rainfalls and flooding in southeast Texas. Mann also explained that there is a deep layer of warm water that Harvey fed upon when it intensified at a near-record pace as it approached the coast. Additionally, sea level rise has been more than half a foot over the past few decades because of climate change, making the resulting storm surge six inches higher than it would have been. His conclusion, human-caused climate change exacerbated several characteristics of the storm in a way that greatly increased the risk of damage and loss of life. The increase in heat energy of our planet is not the primary cause of any storm like Harvey, but it does intensify the storms we now face. While some government officials are not admitting the increased risk from more intense storms, insurance companies are. The head of one of the world's largest reinsurance companies told Reuters that there are more thunderstorms in parts of Europe and the United States than in past decades, and they are more severe. And while in the future there may not be an increase in frequency, they do see an increase in intensity. The Chicago Tribune reports that what seems to be changing among some scientists is that they see all storms as being affected by global warming. Kevin Trenberth of the National Center for Atmospheric Research has argued that all hurricanes and other storms will rain more today because the warmer atmosphere carries more moisture. The floods of August all around the world have captured attention this week. While efforts to recover will continue for a long time, focus is now turning to Hurricane Irma, a Category 3 storm approaching the Leeward Islands in the Caribbean. While it's way too early for meteorologists to predict whether Irma will hit the islands, AccuWeather warns that preparations should be in place. And it's possible that Irma could hit the east coast of the U.S. next weekend or into the second week of September. That's This Week in Water. We'll see you next week. This Week in Water is supported by the American Waterworks Association. Water quality experts will present the latest science and research in the field at WQTC in Portland, November 12th through 16th. Learn more at awwa.org forward slash WQTC. I'll be ready when my feet touch.